Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, you may have had enough of Washington, D.C. for the week or the month or the year. The bipartisanship seems to be uh, cranking at a very high pace and a very intense uh, level of heat, not light. And if you're one of those who thinks it's impossible for Democrats and Republicans to come together to move critical legislation, Utah Congressman John Curtis says, not so fast. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. The reality of it is, in Utah, um, the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency they seized over 300 pounds in 2020, uh, and meth overdoses were uh, accounted for 40 percent of all drug overdoses, which is an 18 percent increase um, from 2016. Um, it's just way, way too high. So that was John Curtis uh, talking about uh, this rising threat of methamphetamines. Uh, and because of that, uh, he and his colleagues passed out of the Energy and Commerce Committee today uh, a bill that uh, will really change the trajectory of what's going on with methamphetamines uh, across the country. Uh, so the Methamphetamine Response Act, again, introduced by John Curtis, uh, and others uh, across the aisle and in both houses, by the way, both the House and the Senate, uh, both chambers taking this up, but it was voted out of committee today in the House. And uh, we appreciate Representative Curtis joining us to uh, to talk about this and what this increase in meth use is, what overdoses uh, and deaths are occurring, and then how this bill can help uh, correct this and uh, move us forward. Uh, so we, we talked to Representative Curtis about the increase in methamphetamine use and uh, understanding how the pandemic uh, also pl- had an impact in terms of some of the overdose deaths. I think the increase is alarming, mm-hmm. uh, right? That um, it, it took over as the fourth largest cause of, of death last year, right behind COVID. And then there's clearly, um, I, I think a lot of people will point to COVID as one of the reasons for the increase and I think we need to make sure we're understanding just exactly what it was about COVID that, that um, not just with drug use, I think we're going to start seeing all sorts of, whether it's uh, depression or suicide or other impacts of COVID and really knowing, right, how do we avoid these in the future? Uh, we talked to Representative Curtis about the core purpose of the bill and how this committee uh, passed it, along with 23 other bills today, by the way. So that's uh, no small number of things that are being done in Washington. Here's what Representative Curtis had to say. At its heart, it acknowledges that our meth use is, is going up at a dramatic rate in here in the United States. And it really requires the Office of National Drug Control Policy to make it a, a bigger priority 
And it requires of them to make a national plan with long and short-term goals to address it, which is just uh, really important. Uh, today, we passed 24 bills through energy and commerce um, on, a, on a strictly bipartisan, no objection from either party. It's a, it's, a, it's a good day here in Washington. We don't get enough of those. We definitely don't get enough of those, uh, to be sure. Uh, so I asked uh, Representative Curtis to take us through some of the specifics of the bill. What does this actually do? Uh, what's the potential impact? Well, uh, in this specific bill, what we're asking for is uh, both a long-term and a short-term plan. And we're, we're addressing everything from uh, the demand mm-hmm. uh, to prevention uh, to treatment programs and, and the law enforcement uh, aspect of it. I think if you Sometimes, um, as a matter of fact, one of the members today went on a big, of the committee went on a big five-minute tyrant about how we've kind of blown it in the past because too much of our effort has been focused just solely on law enforcement and locking people up and, and not really dealing with the root causes. And I think he was a little bit justified uh, in, in that. And so we, we want to make sure that we're looking at prevention, uh, treatment, um, availability, you know, all of those things. Uh, and, and I pushed uh, and asked the congressman to go a little deeper on that in terms of law enforcement and uh, looking at the, the area of just locking people up. Well, I, I think our law enforcement sees that. They know you know they can lock them up, but as soon as they're back on the street, nothing's changed. Right? Nothing's going to be any different about their behavior. And uh, I think we're fooling ourselves if, if we get stuck in that cycle. And I think that's such an important part of this process, an important part of this bill, is to recognize that uh, if you have someone who's been using meth, uh, you lock them up, you may dry them out, uh, but then when you put them back out, uh, it's uh, a high likelihood that they're going to go right back because they haven't been given the skills uh, to move forward or the ability to to get a job, to have the skills they need to be a functioning member of society. Uh, and so, of course, they go back to the old neighborhood. Of course, they go back to the old ways and the, the situations that are going to end up causing them harm uh, and uh, being in that vicious cycle, especially with uh, methamphetamines, uh, with opioids for sure. Uh, and that is just a brutal cycle that we've got to break. Uh, Representative Curtis says that uh, there are few families, in, especially in the state of Utah and around the country, who haven't been impacted by methamphetamine and drug overdose. This is one where it's it's hard to find a family that has not had mm-hmm. has not been impacted by this, and whether it's an aunt, an uncle, a son, or daughter, or, you know, or, or a very good friend, and those people they deserve that transparency that you just talked about. What are we doing about it? What you know, um, rather than just saying you know, trust us, we got this. That's <laughs> not enough for these people who who've lost you know loved ones, uh, and and hopefully we can do better. Uh, Representative Curtis said, "This is not uh, this is not partisan stuff. Uh, this is American stuff. Uh, we, we have to get to this issue. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, what your political persuasion is, what state you live in, what community you live on. This is impacting all of us, and it requires everyone to come together to get to solutions that are transparent uh, and actionable." When you see these bills come out of committee without any uh, opposition from either party, it's a really good sign and, and, and really hopeful that we can get this into law. So uh, I suspect we'll get this rolled up in, in some type of a package with some other bills, and, and I would really hope that we would see a, a vote on this on the House floor soon. It reminds me of the opioid legislation we did. Uh, it's been almost two years ago. Sailed through the House, sailed through the Senate, and signed into law by President Trump because 
this is just not a hard issue to say, yeah, we, we've got to do better uh, on this, and it's not really a partisan issue at all. This is such a important work uh, by Utah Congressman John Curtis. Again, it's bipartisan work. It's leading to transparency and specific objectives that are measurable that can be done in front of the American people to make sure we are getting results and outcomes that are going to improve this area, especially as it relates to methamphetamines. Uh, And that's just part of it. Uh, We're going to do what we love to do on the extended version of Inside Sources, and we're going to stay with the conversation a little bit longer. We're going to transition and talk not just about methamphetamines. We're going to talk about pain management, chronic pain, and opioids. Um, The congressman has some uh, legislation coming up on that as well. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.